Hey guys, welcome to our weekly news show here on Backstage with Millionaires. I'm Caleb, your host, and this week I wanted to start things off by talking about something that we didn't get a chance to talk about last week, Renew Power getting listed on NASDAQ. Renew Power is India's largest renewable energy company, at least by operational capacity at 5.4 gigawatts, and they merged with an SPAC called RMG2 to go public in the United States on the 24th of August. Now, RMG2 actually went public on December 14th of 2020. They raised $345 million from that IPO. And so the way that this works is Renew Power could technically go public in the United States all on their own without the help of an SPAC, but that process would be more complicated and they would probably lose quite a bit of money from that IPO. Just the process of going public is fairly expensive for a company. And so instead, they decided to go the SPAC route by acquiring RMG2 and essentially merging with them so that they're entering into the American stock market through this SPAC on NASDAQ in a relatively seamless and more affordable way. Renew Power also raised $855 million in private investment, bringing the total amount of funds to $1.2 billion, making them the largest Indian company to list via SPAC in the United States ever. Their market cap now is $4.5 billion. All right, next up in the IPO news, Indian SaaS giant Freshworks has filed for an IPO in the United States. Through this initial public offering, they're planning to raise $100 million. And just a little bit of background on Freshworks. The company was founded in 2010 in Chennai as Fresh Desk, but eventually changed their name to Freshworks and shifted their operations to the United States. The company currently has 52,500 customers around the world. And in case you wanted to know a little bit about their financial situation, maybe you're planning to apply for allotment in this IPO if you're based out of the United States or you're someone who invests into American companies, they saw a 50% increase in their revenue in the calendar year of 2020, from $172.37 million in 2019 to $249.66 million in 2020. During this same time period, they also saw their losses increase from $31.12 million to $57.29 million. But in the first six months of 2021, it seems like the financial situation of the company has improved significantly as their revenues have reached $168.93 million, while their losses are only $9.84 million. All right, next up, this video is sponsored by Jungle Ventures. And this week, I wanted to highlight a video that they made talking about three of the biggest reasons why SaaS startups fail. And I'm sure at least a handful of you guys who are watching this video right now are SaaSpreneurs yourselves. And if you are, leave a comment down below, shout out to the SaaS ecosystem. But even if you aren't, you might be thinking about starting a SaaS startup at some point in the future. So I would definitely recommend that you check this video out. It's super useful. And here's my favorite clip from that video. A number one failure for SaaS companies is underestimating churn and retention and overemphasizing on acquisition. SaaS are great businesses. You enjoy high growth margin, predictable, repeatable revenue, and an active base of users. So long as you provide value, they will keep on buying and paying each and every month. But at the same time, it means focusing on retention is extremely critical. Whatever got you to a set of early adopters and initial traction may not work in the future and in order to scale. 
So based on that short clip, if you feel like you might learn something from the full video, then I would highly recommend that you check it out, and we've put a link to it in the pinned comment and the description down below. Also, you should know that a large chunk of Jungle Ventures portfolio startups are operating in the SaaS space. So these guys definitely know what they're talking about. They're one of Southeast Asia's oldest and biggest VC firms, and they've made some pretty noteworthy investments into Indian startups specifically. Now, if you're over there on Jungle Ventures' YouTube channel watching that video, then you might as well hit subscribe too because they post a new video there every single week. And thanks again to Jungle Ventures for sponsoring this video. Alright, next up in the news, India's largest stock trading platform Zerodha has received in-principle approval from the Securities and Exchange Board of India to set up their very own asset management company, which will allow them to start creating their own mutual funds. Now, I think there's two key reasons why Zerodha is moving in this direction, why they're so adamant about setting up their own mutual funds. Firstly, the competition is doing this and, and they're doing it faster than Zerotha right now. If you'll remember, Grow had acquired India Bulls mutual funds business, and then also Sachin Bansal's Navi has set up their own mutual fund as well. So it makes sense for Zerotha to do this from a business standpoint, from a competition standpoint, but I also think that it's important for them to do this because they want to reimagine mutual funds for a younger generation of investors. This is what Zerotha has always done. This is what they're known for. Taking something that is complicated and difficult to access and the barrier to entry is very high and then lowering that barrier so that it's way more accessible and it's way easier for everyday people to jump in and start investing. This is something that's true for younger generations but also just people in general that wouldn't have normally considered themselves to be investors but they have a smartphone and they can download the Zerodha app and jump right in and it's very easy to do. And so now they want to do the same thing with mutual funds. They want to revitalize this category of mutual funds and make it accessible and even more interesting than it already is for everyday people and also younger generations of Indians. All right, next up in the news, an Indian startup by the name of Urban Air Laboratory has built a plant-based smart air purification system called YouBreathe Life. This system is able to take the air from a 200 square foot room with a PM 2.5 level of 220 and reduce it down to a PM 2.5 level of 20 in just 15 minutes, or so the startup claims. So how does this process actually work? We all know that plants filter the air around us, but with the You Breathe Life, that process is accelerated. So the filter has an axial fan, which creates suction pressure at the soil root zone of the plant and releases purified air at a faster pace. This process is also amplified by enriching the soil with microbes, and the filter also has a 150 milliliter built-in water reservoir, which supplies water to the roots of the plant. So I'm curious to know, what do you guys think of this plant-based air purifier? Does it seem too good to be true? Or does it seem like it's within the realm of possibility and it would actually be something that you would be interested in buying? Let me know what your thoughts are in a comment down below. All right, next up in the news, Y Combinator Summer 2021 Batch just had their demo day. Demo day is sort of like the culmination of this 
world-renowned startup accelerator experience where all of the startups that participated in this batch get to show off what they've built, what they've been able to accomplish during their time with YC. They show it off to investors, they get to show it off to the public at large, and it's a chance for them to build up a bit of hype around their startup and their product or their service and also raise a bit of funds before they go out into the real world. Now, 377 startups participated in Demo Day and 16 of them were Indian. And we wanted to take this opportunity to highlight the top five in our opinion. Firstly, we've got Rivia.ai, which is a logistics startup that's helping D2C brands in India ensure two-day delivery of their products for a small fee. Then we've got Ivy Homes, which is a platform that enables you to sell your house in just 14 days. They take care of all the complicated paperwork and they also guarantee transparency. Next, we've got MarketFeed, which is an app that enables you to learn stock trading by connecting you with expert traders for a yearly subscription fee. After market feed, we have GoBillion, which is a social commerce platform that lets you buy things in groups with your family and friends. This enables you to get better deals and discounts on the things that you're buying. And then finally, we have Stack. They're calling themselves the vanguard of India for effortless investing. And basically this app enables users to set their investment goals and a couple of ground rules. And then the app takes care of the rest and it just grows your money over time. All right, next up in the news, a quick update on the situation with Tesla. India's transport ministry has approved four separate electric car models from Tesla, but it doesn't look like they're gonna be hitting the roads anytime soon. When asked by a Twitter user to please launch these cars as soon as possible, Elon Musk said that we want to do so, but import duties are the highest in the world by far of any large country. Moreover, clean energy vehicles are treated the same as diesel or petrol, which does not seem entirely consistent with the climate goals of India. However, in another tweet, he said that we are hopeful that there will be at least a temporary tariff relief for electric vehicles that would be much appreciated. So who knows what's gonna happen here? Maybe Tesla will be launched here in India by the end of 2021, more likely in 2022, but it could go as long as 2023. We might even see Ola Electric's car come out before Tesla actually enters into the Indian market officially. All right, moving on to some acquisition news now. EdTech startup Scalar Academy, which offers online computer science courses for students and working professionals, has acquired online coding platform Coding Elements in an all-cash deal worth $1 million. This is Scalar Academy's first ever acquisition, and it's gonna help them to expand their course portfolio and also onboard 4,500 new students immediately. Currently, they have more than 7,500 students on their platform, and they're gonna be exploring future inorganic growth opportunities to accelerate their growth. All right, moving on to some funding news now. Voice AI startup Skit, which was previously known as Vernacular AI, has raised $23 million in a funding round led by Westbridge Capital. Their flagship conversational AI platform, Viva, can understand and respond in 16 different languages and 160 dialects. And they're gonna be using some of these fresh funds for international expansion into markets like the United States and Southeast Asia, as well as some local expansion as well here in India. India. Another portion of these funds are going to be allocated to improving their platform and offering more personalized options to their customers.
All right, next up in the funding news, online insurance provider and the first unicorn of 2021, Digit Insurance, has raised 121 crore rupees from TVS Sriram Growth Fund. Digit Insurance already has more than 20 million users on their platform, and since the company was founded in 2017, they've processed claims for more than 400,000 customers. They saw a 150% growth in the financial year of 2020 and brought in revenue totaling 1,247 crore rupees. All right, next up in the funding news, gold-based lending platform India Gold has raised $12 million in a funding round led by PayU and Alpha Wave Incubation. So India Gold was founded in 2020, and they offer their customers lockers in which they can store their gold. Then they use that gold as collateral to offer those same customers loans. And while they're currently only operational in Delhi NCR and Indore, they already have more than 800,000 users. They're planning to use these fresh funds to expand to 10 different Indian cities by the end of this financial year. All right, that is all the startup news that I have for you guys this week. I hope you enjoyed the video and I also hope you learned something. And if you did, it would mean a lot to us if you could hit the like button and also maybe share this video with one other person who you think would enjoy it. That would be a big help to us. And also if you haven't already subscribed, now would be a great time to do so. We post new videos every single week about Indian startups, entrepreneurs, and the latest news. Also, you should know that we have a Hindi channel where we post these kinds of videos in Hindi. And we also have a podcast where we post all of our content in audio form. So you can go check out both of those if you're interested. And also big thanks to all of our Backstage with Millionaires members, our unicorns, our decacorns. We have a new decacorn, Sanjil. Thank you so much for signing up and becoming a member and financially supporting us. And our hectacorns. All of you guys are just incredible human beings sending your hard-earned cash our way to support the videos and the content that we're making about India's startup ecosystem and the startups that make up that ecosystem is, you know, it just continuously blows my mind. And I know I'm speaking for the entire Backstage with Millionaires team when I say that. So thank you guys so much. But even if you can't afford to financially support what we're doing here at Backstage with Millionaires, just the fact that you've made it this far in the video is plenty of help. So thank you for making it this far. And I will see you guys in the next one.